0: Hello and good morning, faithful listeners. Thanks for being here. I'm excited that uh, you tuned into this podcast episode to talk about John chapter 11 with me. We're going to be talking again about Mary and Martha. And today I'd like to go into the two sisters and just talk about how different they are from each other. I think this will be a really interesting discussion about Martha and Mary both. Actually, before I begin, let me do a, a quick recap. In the last episode, we talked about Jesus was just told that Lazarus was very sick. Now, of course, Jesus knew um, that Lazarus wasn't just sick, that he was going to die. And Jesus actually waited, waited in the area that he was at for two whole days while Lazarus was dying. And of course, Lazarus was a very good friend of Jesus. And so was um, Lazarus's sisters, Mary and Martha. So now two days after Jesus hears the news about Lazarus being sick. He waits where he's at, and now he's going to travel back to Bethany, where Mary, Martha, and Lazarus lived. Now, of course, the disciples weren't too happy about all this because Jesus had just been attempted to be stoned, like killed, by the Jewish leaders in that area. So they were being very, you know, scared and Basically, we're like, okay, let's go with Jesus to go die, basically. So that's where we left off the other day. So let's read once again, John chapter 11, verses 17 through 37. So when Jesus came, he found that he had been in the tomb for four days already. Now, Bethany was near Jerusalem, about 15 stadia away. Many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. Then when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, but Mary stayed in the house. Therefore Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give it to you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will still live, even if he dies. Whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, God's son, who comes into the world. When she had said this, she went away and called Mary, her sister, secretly, saying, The teacher is here and is calling you. When she heard this, she arose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was in the place where Martha met him. Then the Jews who were with her in the house were consoling her, and when they saw Mary, that she rose up quickly and went out, followed her, saying, She is going to the tomb to weep there. Therefore when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews weeping who came with her, he groaned in his spirit and was troubled, and said, Where have you laid him? They told him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. The Jews therefore said, See how much affection he had for him. Some of them said, Couldn't this man who opened the eyes of him who was blind have also kept this man from dying? So verses 17 through 23, Jesus goes to Bethany. And it says in the very first verse here that when Jesus came, he found that uh, Lazarus had been in the tomb for four days already. Now, Bethany was near Jerusalem, about 15 stadia away. Now, stadia, 15 stadia is about 1.7 miles or 2.8 kilometers. So not very far from Jerusalem. And many of the Jews had joined the women around Mary and Martha to console them concerning their brother. Now, I should also mention that this was extremely close to Passover, that all this happened. Like, Passover was around the corner when this was taking place. Like, the Passover was very, very quick. It was it was around the corner. So that means that Jesus was getting very close to dying at this point. And uh, he was making his way into Jerusalem slowly. As we found out in Luke, Jesus was taking a very long time to make his way back to Jerusalem. He was healing people along the way. He was just doing a lot of things that Jesus did, like uh, teaching the gospel, um, healing people, encountering people that needed him. And now one of his most miraculous miracles was going to be this one, where he heals Lazarus, who had been in the tomb for four days. This means that Lazarus' body was about to decay. It was was getting close to decaying. It was going to smell. But of course, since we're not going to talk too much about Jesus raising Lazarus today, I'll go more into that on Tuesday when we talk about that. But anyway, Jesus was not far away from Jerusalem. Passover was around the corner. And so Lazarus died, and many of the Jews, it said that they joined the women around Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. And I I really think it's interesting, verses 20 through 23, Martha heard that Jesus was on his way, basically, and she went and met him. But Mary stayed in the house. So Mary and Martha are pretty much opposite personalities. They're two sisters, very opposite from each other. Personally, I kind of look at Martha as like the stoic one, like the one that's a little bit more on the I don't want to say stronger side. I don't think that's necessarily how she was. I don't I don't think she was stronger per se than Mary was, but I look at her more as like the the stoic blunt one, if that makes sense. It's also funny that the uh <laughs> The mourners that were there with Mary and Martha did not follow Martha. That kind of shows a little bit more of Martha's character that perhaps Martha was not as outwardly distressed about her brother's death as Mary would have been, even though Martha, I'm sure, was extremely horrifically sad over this. She was not as... Emotional, I guess, as her sister was. So the mourners were were kind of uh, paying attention more to Mary than they were to Martha. So Martha goes out to see Jesus and she says immediately, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. I mean, there's a bit of an accusation in there for sure that, you know, and, and that's so true. Like, how often do we do that to God where we're like, God, if you would just act in this moment This wouldn't have happened. Like, why do you allow this stuff, God? I mean, I've said that to God multiple times before, and I'm sure many people listening in have also said that to God. Since God has this miraculous power to do anything and to heal anybody and to change any kind of situation, that when he doesn't, it's almost like we we blame him for not doing it because he can do it. So why doesn't he do it? So Martha does the same thing to Jesus. She says, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. But she continues on by saying this, which is quite fascinating. Even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give to you. I mean, yes, Martha absolutely had a bit of accusation in there like, Jesus, why did you allow this? You know, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. But even now, I know that whatever you do, God will bless you. I think that's a very awesome reaction to have when we are faced with stress of any kind. We can ask God those questions like, God, like, why weren't you here? Why didn't you help me through this? But yet Martha responds also with faith. She says, why didn't you help me? But even so, I still believe in you. I still have faith in you. So Jesus tests that faith a little bit here after Martha says this to him and Jesus says to her, your brother will rise again. Now, Martha took this as like a, a consoling, you know, and she says, well, yeah, I know that he's going to rise again in the resurrection. So logically, Martha had no idea what Jesus was about to do, but she takes Jesus's words as a bit of comfort. So Jesus says to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will still live even if he dies. Whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? So this is where Jesus is really testing Martha's faith. And he asks her this question. He says, do you believe this, that I am the resurrection and the life? She says to him, yes, Lord, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, God's son who comes into the world. So what she's saying is that she believes Genuinely, that Jesus is from heaven, that he is God's son, and that he is the Messiah who is going to save people. So, she did, in fact, have faith in Jesus, though she does not specifically say that she believes that he's the resurrection and the life. She does have enough faith, however, to say, Yes, I do believe you are God's son, that you are the Messiah. I have faith in all of this. And this is why I really like Martha, actually. I think she gets kind of a bad rap based upon what happened in Luke, where, you know, she was doing the dishes and and cooking the food while Mary was sitting at Jesus's feet. But look at, I mean, Martha's response here is just absolutely genuine. She has faith in God, even though she doesn't understand why God would allow something like this to happen. She has faith in Jesus. But let's see how Mary responds. So what happens is Martha goes back home and calls Mary, her sister, secretly, it actually says in verse 28, saying, the teacher is here and is calling you. So now Mary leaves the house. I don't know why Mary didn't leave the house before. The first thing I thought while reading this was that she had some anger towards Jesus. That's that's how I would respond but then again, she does go to see Jesus when he calls for her. But when she heard Martha, it says she arose quickly and went to him. So Jesus had not yet come into the village. He was still in the place where Martha had met him. And then it says that the Jews who are with Mary in the house and consoling her, they saw that Mary got up quickly, went out, followed her, saying she is going to the tomb to weep there. So clearly Mary of the two sisters was much um, more emotional over the death of their brother. And this really, really would have been a horrifically sad thing that happened. Their brother probably supported them, honestly, if you think about it, especially in this time period. Likely Mary and Martha, they lived with their brother and got much of their support from him as the the sole provider, I would guess. But I mean that aside, losing a family member is horrific. It is horrific terrible. It is sad. And of course, she's so distraught over the fact that she lost her brother, who she was probably extremely close to. So the the people who were consoling Mary saw that she got up quickly. So she wasn't super secretive about it, even though uh, Martha came to her secretly. But she quickly went up to go see Jesus and the People assumed that she was going to the tomb to weep there at her brother's tomb. So Mary comes to where Jesus was, and when she saw him, she fell down at his feet. I mean, what a different response than Martha had. I mean, Mary was so distraught, so upset over the death of her brother that she fell at his feet. I can imagine that's another response a lot of people have when something terrible happens to them. Or to a family member that they love, they fall down and are just like, God, why? And that's exactly what Mary does. She says the same exact thing that Martha says. Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. And that's all she says. And all she could do after that was just cry, it says. Jesus saw her weeping. So completely different response from Martha. Martha didn't fall at Jesus's feet. Martha it looks like, looked Jesus straight in the eyes and said it, you know, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. And of course, Martha didn't end it there. She said that she still had faith in Jesus. But Mary, who was so distraught, was so distraught, all she could do was weep at Jesus's feet. And so Jesus, when he saw her weeping, he groaned in his spirit and he was troubled and said, where have you laid him? So they told him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. That's verse 35. Very famous verse that a lot of people like to take out of context and use for everything. Even non-Christians know this verse. But just think about those two words. Jesus wept. Jesus cried. That's so powerful that Jesus cared so much about Mary's pain that he wept with her. He cried with her. He didn't do the same thing for Martha. Martha, he, he tested her faith a little bit, responded to Martha in a very different way, in a way that probably Martha would have been more responsive to, honestly. And perhaps the reason Jesus cried with Mary was because Mary would have been more responsive to Jesus' emotion, Jesus' tears. Now, it is interesting to note that Mary does not have the same faith response that Martha does have, but that doesn't mean she didn't have faith, and also you can't really fault her for this distressing situation that she was in where all she could do was just cry her eyeballs out. And I mean, how many of us have been there? I'm sure many of us have been there during different times of our li- our lives where all we could do after a certain situation was just cry. Like, that's all we could do, and that's where Mary was But notice, you know, Jesus wept. Notice that Jesus, who is all powerful, who is God, wept with Mary. I'd like to comment on that for a while because God understands our pain. There's actually a verse in in scripture that I I go back to often if I am feeling upset or sad, where it says that God collects our tears in his bottle. I just find that really sweet. Like kind of cute almost that God cares so much about us. That's a psalm, by the way, that when we're crying and when we're upset, he collects our tears in his bottle. Like it's almost like our tears are important to God enough that he saves them in his bottle. There's something really sweet about that. But then also there's verses in scripture where it says that he is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So God understands pain. And not only does he understand it, but he He weeps with us. He consoles us. He's near to us when we're brokenhearted, even though it doesn't feel like he is sometimes. He is near to us when we are brokenhearted. I'm thinking now about those poor children down in Tennessee and the families that went through that horrific school shooting. And it's like, man, like, why does this why is this stuff allowed to happen, you know? And just the way everybody's been responding to it is absolutely sickening. But regardless, God is near to the to the brokenhearted in that situation. God is near to those who are crushed in spirit. But yet God cries with the people who are struggling. But not just not just that God cries with them, but he also saves them. It might not seem like something God can save you from in that moment when you're struggling through something so terrible. But sometimes God delays for a reason, and we don't know the reason. We don't understand. Mary and Martha here, they didn't understand why Jesus delayed. They both didn't understand it. They both were like, Jesus, you loved Lazarus so much. Why did you wait? But in the end, there was a reason for it. But in the meantime, Jesus was going to weep with Mary and Martha. He was going to console them. He was going to be there with them. He was going to help them through this situation, which is a fascinating response from Jesus because honestly, he could have looked at everybody and been like, get up. You know, you don't need to cry over this because I'm about to go heal your brother. Like, chill out. He could have done that, but he didn't do that. He didn't do that because Jesus and God, they're the embodiment of compassion. Jesus, who is God, is compassion. He sees us. He hears us. He's there with us. Even though Jesus knew exactly what he was about to do to help Lazarus and to help these sisters, he still took his time to console them and to be there with them and even to weep with them, which makes what Jesus is about to do so much more fantastical. To conclude, it says in verses 36 and 37, the Jews therefore said, see how much affection he had for him. So even the the Jews who didn't know Jesus so much were astounded that Jesus was crying as much as he was because Jesus was showing affection for Lazarus and for Lazarus's sisters. But some of them doubted. Some of them disbelieved in Jesus. And they were like, couldn't this man who opened the eyes of the blind have also kept this man from dying? So the crowds don't get it either. They don't understand what Jesus is about to do. So we're going to talk about that on Tuesday. But I hope you tune in tomorrow for an episode out of Deuteronomy. And guys, I really hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. I hope that you are blessed. I hope that you you take some comfort in today's episode, that God is there with you. He is with the brokenhearted. He saves those who are crushed in spirit. I'll see you guys tomorrow for an episode of Deuteronomy. Happy listening and God bless.